Welcome to the Good Start Podcast. I'm Barney Nelson with another amazing story of how blockchain is being used to change people's lives. We've all heard about the shocking and really very immediate effect of climate change going on in the world. But a really interesting question is how could you possibly make an impact on climate change whilst funding your pension at the same time? So Abe at the Sun Exchange is four years into answering that question. He's been using blockchain to bring together schools and investors around the world to make sure that the schools and those who need capital can invest in solar energy and save money, whilst at the same time generating an income for you and me when we provide them the money to get started. It's really one of the most fascinating cases of blockchain that I've seen so far. So it's a real pleasure to have him here on The Good Start. So, Abe, thank you very much for joining us on the Good Start podcast today. Real pleasure to have you and to uh, be able to talk about solar-powered money. Yeah, it's great. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me on. You've been hugely successful so far in terms of inventing and now commercialising the whole idea of solar-powered money. Maybe we can just start with how you got started and really how you identified the problem that you're now making such good headway in solving. Um, I wouldn't say we are hugely successful so far because we're only a tiny fraction of where we intend to be. But thank you indeed for the, for the feedback. Right, my background is in climate change science. And I did my master's degree as a, as a feasibility study to solar power at a hospital in Norwich in the UK. And the conclusion was the economics of the solar power plant in the UK in that year was nearly possible. And when you looked at the trajectory of the, the cost reductions of solar panels, you could clearly see that there's this tipping point about to be hit where the, the cost of solar panels combined with upcoming subsidies in Britain, where there is about to be this, this, this tipping point where solar power all of a sudden becomes economically viable. Mm. So I got very excited. I handed in my, my dissertation early and then went and got a job as a solar panel installer. Um, mm. Now, in, in parallel to this, we were also running um, some really innovative financial models to enable community solar projects to happen. So what we were doing mm. in Britain at the time was setting up a cooperatives so a, a, a business that anyone can invest into, and that business then owns a solar plant that, that generates electricity and claims the feed and tariff subsidies, which then get distributed back to the members of that cooperative. And we did this about three times with some pretty major projects. But basically what we kind of discovered was that there is this appetite for individuals to participate in solar power. And previously, it's not possible to, unless you put solar panels in your home. Um, now it is possible through these kind of innovative financial models. I was then offered a job in Cape Town. So right. it, I, I basically worked in the country with a very different perspective on how solar could, could or should be rolled out. But then when you look out any window in any city in South Africa, especially in 2014, you would be shocked by the total absence of solar panels, despite the mm. fact that South Africa is actually one of the sunniest countries in the entire planet. There is no solar panels to be seen, or at least wasn't in 2014. And the reason why is because there was no finance available. Banks weren't lending to these systems because they're seen as a, a very early industry, very immature industry, which indeed it was. Um, and debt is really expensive in South Africa. Um, so if you're a, a business owner um, and you want to put on a 100 kilowatt solar power plant to manufacture your widgets, you've basically got to front the cash for that system. And very few businesses are willing to do that because it's working capital. And the return on investment on a solar power plant is probably around 10 to 15%. So what was missing was bespoke solar finance product for South Africa. At the same time, I was witnessing this new financial system, this new financial network called Bitcoin, 
cryptocurrency, which is also emerging, I, I could now see that the, these two incredible breakthrough technologies of decentralized solar power and decentralized money merge those things together, and you've got the basis for an entirely new economic paradigm. And Sun Exchange is the, the, the nexus, this tipping point that, that merged those two technologies um, and uh, would allow solar power in emerging markets to flourish. The word I, I often say when I'm referring to this is actually transnationalization. Bitcoin as a, as a monetary system is transnational. It goes beyond borders. Uh, it's universal. Um, a Bitcoin is a Bitcoin regardless of where you are in the world. And likewise, yeah. sunlight is sunlight. Um, and if, yeah. you own, if you own a solar panel, you should be entitled to locate that solar panel wherever you want. In the yeah. olden days, and by olden days, I mean five years ago, it wasn't possible to, to lease a solar panel to someone in South Africa because the existing old-fashioned financial system is so mm. slow, so expensive, and so archaic that it's impossible to transfer small amounts of money across borders and within any reasonable time frame or cost. When I moved to this country to send money from South Africa to the UK, I literally had to queue up in a bank with a piece of paper that I had to complete by hand on my lunch break pay a big fee, wait five days, and then money eventually would come out to my bank account. And all of a sudden, with Bitcoin, I can buy any amount's worth of Bitcoin. So it's put in the address I'm sending it to. Ten minutes later, it's arrived. And I, and I did this, and I was like, wow, this is the technology that we've been waiting for to enable someone in one country to own and lease a solar panel into South Africa, where they can now earn money from the sun. And all this is a digital platform that brings it all together and seamlessly connects someone to be able to purchase a solar panel, lease it into a project of their choice, earn the income from it, and have it sent back to them in digital currency. Sun Exchange yeah. typically hosts projects for schools, colleges, wildlife reserves. And these are organizations which tremendously benefit having reduced cost electricity mm. because the cost of solar power is now cheaper than fossil fuels. We can undercut the coal power grid by about 30% while still getting a, an effective return to the solar panel owner around 11%. And so th there's a few, I mean, really key points there that I want to follow up on. I mean, the first is that at the heart of Sun Exchange is really my ability as an individual sitting anywhere in the world to be able to, as you said, buy a solar cell in South Africa and then basically lease it back to a, a school or somebody who is very capital hungry and to be able to basically save the money and to be able to earn an income for my myself. That's the baseline, right? That's exactly right. I think the International Energy Agency did a survey on, on the G20 nation. 90% um, of individuals want solar power to be the dominant form of energy on the planet. But increasingly, the millennial generation and, and beyond are finding it increasingly hard to own property. And if you don't own your own property, you can't own solar panels because it's not your building right. to put solar panels on. So the majority of people today can't own solar panels. And even if you could especially if you're in someone like Britain, you may not even get a decent return from it. So mm. it just makes sense that you, know, you could now just own a solar panel at the click of a button and it's being leased to somewhere of your choice somewhere else in the world. Um, yep. And as a result, that user of that solar panel then benefits from the access to that solar panel at a cheaper price than, than the grid. Yeah. And for me, the, the other key point that you mentioned is really is this idea that it's ultimately an investment in the sun exchange, in the solar panels, is really an investment product. It's, it's a choice away from the cap, you know, traditional capital markets. It's, it's this isn't just kind of charitable green cause. This, exactly. is, this, this, this is about the triple bottom line of economic and sustainable development, which is mm. economic, environmental and social.
But I just, just want to really make it clear that Tone Exchange is a marketplace. You, you're buying a solar cell, which you are the legal owner of, and you're choosing to lease it to a project. It's not even designed to be a financial product because it's a solar panel that produces electricity. So the income you get from your solar panel is completely dependent on how much electricity it produces and the value of that electricity. Um, yeah. So it's not a financial instrument. You know, it's not uh, something that can be traded on the stock market. It's a solar panel. I also want to point out this isn't just for South Africa. The Sun Exchange has been built to be a global marketplace for solar panel ownership. And we've already got customers in 137 countries that can now mm. buy solar panels through the platform. Mm. But the solar panels are intended to be also located in every other country. So you can essentially now own a solar panel that's somewhere on Earth that's always producing electricity. Mm. And what's really cool about that is that because of the wonders of cryptocurrency, they're being able to transact in microscopic amounts. Well, we can mm. send money out every 10 minutes, even if it's millions of a cent. And when you now think about that holistically, we're basically converting photons into electrons, into data, into cryptocurrency. And that's then being sent in a stream, in a conveyor belt. So you no longer need to wait a, a year to get you know, some interest out for a bond you may be holding. Um, you are now going to be earning money in real time from points of generation, directly from the sun, directly into your phone, from solar panels distributed all around the planet. And your Sun Exchange dashboard will show you all the live data from your solar panels. So it's, yeah. it's not even something that could be compared to any financial product that's ever existed before, because the technology behind this has never existed. And that's, I think that's the really interesting bit about Sun Exchange for me is that ultimately viewed through one lens, it's a, a kind of investment company, an exchange, as you said, but viewed through another lens, it's a charitable cause. And as much as you're bringing capital to organizations like schools, parks that need it, but viewed through yet another lens, it's green and, and basically taps into that, as you said, that desire for all of us to actually invest in and grow the, the footprint of solar energy around the world. It's a platform for conscientious capital, as we call it. Um, you know, the actual mission of our company is to connect the world to the sun. So, and that yeah. means both individuals owning solar panels and also connecting businesses, people use energy to, to solar panels. And so we've talked about really the blockchain element as much as Bitcoin really is the is the fluidity of, of capital flow, if you like. But it, it seems to me that it's also the gift that keeps on giving, isn't it? What's, what's really cool about that is that as people were earning in cryptocurrency, um, over time, cryptocurrencies become more valuable. It's like in the economics, the whole thing, that's what mm. happens because you've got this finite supply of cryptocurrency with increasing demand. What happens is the value of that cryptocurrency increases over time. And with solar panels, the more people buy solar panels, the cheaper they become, which is the inverse of fossil fuels, where the more people buy fossil fuels, the more expensive they become, because that's a finite resource. So you've reached this kind of tipping point, this economic paradigm shift, where you're going from a fossil fuel-based economy that's linked to um, infinite money through quantitative easing and fractional reserve lending and all of that, and then you then switch it to a mode where you're operating on basically infinite energy with increasingly cheaper source of solar power combined with this finite source of money that becomes more valuable over time. And that mm. all of a sudden you go from two uh, like negative feedback loops to a positive feedback loop. And we call yeah. that the transition to a silicon-based economy. And I think it's really great the way you describe that because it underlines very clearly why Bitcoin and hence why blockchain is, is you know, it's a core part of the formula, really. Exactly. Solar panels existed 100 years ago. 
you know, Albert Einstein yeah. won a Nobel Prize for proving how the photovoltaic effect worked. And from doing so, we started to use semiconductors. I mean, people think that the semiconductor was being used before solar panels. But no, no, no. Solar panels were discovered, and that's how we discovered the, the semiconductor. Right. So that's, been, that's been around for a long time. I mean, the actual technology behind This is like a science lesson. It's fantastic. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear it. Um, so, I mean, the solar panel technology hasn't really changed since it was discovered. You know, the solar panels launched into space in the 1970s are pretty much the same as they are today. What's happened since then is the internet has arrived. Um, and what's happened since the internet arrived is we now have cryptocurrency. So we now have this store of value, sound money, which does not have a centralized controller which can manipulate it mm. or flood the market with, with new money, therefore devaluing the rest, the rest of everyone's holdings. So that's why Bitcoin is really special because no one owns it. It's a protocol. It's literally a, it's a line of code which the people who operate the network have to agree by consensus to any changes make that network. So it's a truly democratized financial network. It's owned by humanity. It's almost a gift to the world. I think people yeah. in developed countries like the UK maybe take for granted being able to go to a bank and transmit money instantly, quickly, and turn on a light switch and get electricity. It's taken for granted. People don't appreciate how, how amazing these technologies are for emerging markets. That's why Sun Exchange was built primarily to address the finance gap for solar projects in emerging markets. I'm Barney Nilsson. I hope you're enjoying this Good Start podcast. So far, we've heard about the big picture and the reasons why blockchain was a necessary part of the solution. And we're going to go on now to hear about the practicalities of using blockchain and using the solution in the real world. Before we do, though, one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast is to make sure that you have a chance to get involved. So please do reach out if you'd like to get in touch or involved in any way. Look us up on thevalueexchange.co slash goodstart or friend us on Facebook or LinkedIn. Thanks and back to the podcast. You've got many variables that we've talked about in terms of the, you know, the capital returns, in terms of the greenness, so on and so forth. I mean, how do you define success for the Sun Exchange? We want to see the entire world powered by the sun. <laughs> our, our goal is to basically host solar projects in every corner of the planet. And as soon as, we, as, soon as we've got our first customer that's earning my, cryptocurrency streamed in real time from solar panels that never stops because they've got solar panels in all corners of the globe, for me, that defines success. Because that means right now I've got people be able to earn money from the sun 24-7-365, which is the original goal of the Sun Exchange when I set the company up actually launched the company on Indiegogo back in 2015. And that was the headline of the Indiegogo campaign. Help start a new financial system that's powered by the sun, streaming monetized sunshine around the world 24-7-365. We were saying at the beginning that you've been hugely successful. And maybe, I mean, first of all, it might be worth just going through some of the key key stats, if you like, of where you are today um, in terms of just the amount of, of production that you're churning through and the number of number of participants you've got in the community. And obviously, the Sun Exchange started with zero customers in 2015. Um, the Indiegogo campaign acquired us our first customers because you obviously have backers through Indiegogo. Fast forward now to 2019, we've just done four school projects back to back. We did a project for Weinberg Boys High School. It sold out on that public sale in three hours. We went mm. from six weeks in 2016 for a system a quarter of the size of the project was done in three hours. Uh, we've now got a user base of around 7,000. Um, and that's mm. 37 countries. So 
I think operating now, we've got about one megawatt of solar panels operating, mm-hmm. and they're producing on average about 100 megawatt hours of electricity per month. So that's 100,000 kilowatt hours per month. And to convert that into carbon savings, the one kilowatt hour of electricity produced in solar panels here in South Africa saves one kilogram of carbon. So we're currently offsetting about 100 tons of carbon dioxide per month. And so that's, that's kind of where we are now. The, our goals for the coming uh, year is we want to we be operating about three megawatts of solar projects by the end of the year. All the, all the parts indicators are that that growth is possible. Um, and and uh, we've now got a team of 14. So you know, we, we do have a, a, a full team. And that's the thing I'm probably most proud, proud of, actually, is having built such an awesome team of people who love the company, get the mission of working together through, you know, through the hard times and the good. You know, earlier in the year, things were looking pretty bleak. You know, it's, it's, mm. Startups are hard. There is no certainty on anything. And when you've got those solar projects on the platform, you can start to question your life, life goals. Um, yeah. It's all yeah. about just, just actually persevering, like having confidence the model is working. You know, you've already had X number of customers buy in, so you, you know that there's appetite for this. Mm. So it got to, got to April and we launched our first project of the year and it sold out in seven hours. Like our customers have been so hungry for, for the product we're selling. It just kind of just get, get fuels our fire, makes us like, proud and more inspired and motivated than ever to just carry on doing more. I mean, on the challenges side, I mean, you mentioned, you know, availability of, of leases, availability of capital. I mean, I, I suppose one of the other challenges that comes to mind is also the cool winds around Bitcoin in the last year or so. Do you, do you think that's impacted things at all for you? No, not really. I mean, Science Exchange has now survived three boom and bust cycles of Bitcoin, which shows that we're really about the technology and what it can do and the fundamentals of it. When the market collapsed, everyone, like blockchain and Bitcoin became a very bad word all of a sudden. So all the all the blockchain investors, um, they stopped investing because Bitcoin's price was so suppressed for about a year. Fortunately, we had one amazing investor called Alphabit, who are a cryptocurrency hedge fund. They invested half a million dollars in Sun Exchange last September. And that was incredible. That was came exactly the right time. And so I mean, they, they basically helped, helped launch the company with that investment. But it was it was hard to get. Um, what we've now realized that actually Sun Exchange isn't just a blockchain company, we're a solar company. And, and on the on the earnings side, in terms of the owners of the solar cells, they can choose if they earn in Rand or in Bitcoin. I mean, what's the kind of rough balance between them, if you can share that? About 75-25 to the favor of Bitcoin. Most of our customers, even if they're paying in Rand, choose to earn in Bitcoin. I think everyone knows that Bitcoin is valuable and everyone wishes they've got it. But of course, investing in Bitcoin is risky. And can yep. be quite scary. You've got to go to an exchange, you've got to make money, you've got to make sure you're buying at the right rate. You know, it's, it could be complicated. And then you are then fully exposed to the volatility of the, the Bitcoin market. Now, with Sun Exchange, you can now, with the click of a button and with a credit card, buy a solar panel that exists. It's real. You can even visit it. Mm. And on a monthly basis, you're earning in Bitcoin. And that, that the amount you receive is tied to the RAM, but in itself has, has a return. So the, the actual internal rate of return of a solar cell is around 11%. But you start earning that in Bitcoin once per month. You've now secured yourself an income stream with Bitcoin. Um, and so we realize that people are using this as an onboarding ramp. You know, when people are earning or now using Bitcoin for the first time because, because they've used Sun Exchange, it's really easy to do. And then once people earn their Bitcoin, they can withdraw it. And we help people set up their exchange account to sell it to the local currency. But actually what we discovered is that most of our customers don't do that. They want to spend that money on buying more solar panels. And that's where we go back into this positive feedback loop thing. So you accumulate Bitcoin in your account, the Bitcoin price goes up. You can now 
buy double the amount of solar panels than you would have done previously because the Bitcoin's doubled in value. So looking ahead, you mentioned the three megawatts of, uh, of electricity by the end of the year. And yeah. what, what are the biggest risks that you're tracking to? Capital availability doesn't sound like it's a problem now. You've got a lot of participants in the community, but presumably it's not all still smooth sailing. Well, on, on the capital availability front, I think an interesting stat actually is that on the last count, um, $7 trillion had been pledged worldwide to be moved from fossil fuel funds into clean energy. So yeah, exactly the, the lack of funds is not the problem. It's the ability right. for those funds to find projects. And so I guess that the, our, our biggest risk is to satisfy the demand of growth of our platform by fueling these projects. So we're expanding our sales team to make sure we constantly have a flow of projects coming on board. And I think the, the simplest solution to that is just do bigger projects. So we've just partnered with the United Nations Development Programme to start doing this in Moldova in Eastern Europe. Um, solar power universities and hospitals, they're, they're big systems, half a megawatt each in their own right. They do just take a while to get on board. But the, the, the worst thing that can happen to Sun Exchange is not having enough supply of solar projects. We've just got to make sure that we've got enough effort going into supply of solar projects so that as soon as someone discovers Sun Exchange, they can buy a solar cell um, and do it quickly and easily and then refer it to someone else so that that person can then buy a solar cell. But we've got the demand global demand for this product, it works, the platform software that we've built works, it's been built to scale, um, and now it's just a matter of, of just supplying the solar projects. Mm. If, any, if anyone here is a solar developer or has a, has a knack for sales or cold calling abilities, get in contact with us because we're, we're hiring. So on the question then about the, the rush to get to the three megawatts of, of uh, solar cells, where's the balance between so far targeting schools, natural reserves, that kind of thing, and obviously more industrial complexes? I mean, how true are you going to stay to the for good kind of cause? Or is that a consideration for well, you going forward? We do already, we already have done a blend of projects. Well, we have done some heavy industrial projects. I mean, we, we solar powered an injection molding factory. But what we found, it was it was harder to sell because... Everyone knows that plastics are bad for the environment. And although we, we did a lot of research and we clearly communicated that plastics in this factory were from recycled plastics, it doesn't yeah. pull the same heartstrings as, as people who can legitimately and really lower the cost of educating children in emerging markets. I mean, that, what more of a win can you have? And not only that, but yeah. the solar panels are then on the roof of the school when you've basically got future leaders seeing solar panels powering, powering their own education and know that they work. And they're going to grow up and set up businesses and put solar panels on their businesses because they've, they, they've seen it work. But that's not to say that we aren't going to do more industrial projects. We absolutely are. Um, but in order to scale, we, we've just partnered with um, the Western Cape Education Department. They operate well over a thousand schools. They've given us access to their schools. So uh, we can just go from school to school to school, whilst at the same time, we are already approaching businesses. So we're, we're speaking to a company that recycles copper. They literally melt copper and reform it into new copper products. That uses an insane amount of electricity, and mm. it can't be done from any other means. So we're about to solar power their factory. And just kind of indicates that it's not just about schools. It's also about lowering the cost of industry. If you can reduce the energy cost for these businesses, they can be more competitive on the global market. They can hire more people. Jobs are more secure. It has this huge knock-on effect, and they can cut their carbon emissions because coal is filthy, is what South Africa runs on, and start solar-powering heavy industry with solar. 
um, is, is such, is, it just has to be the way. And that is a perfect loop to, to where we started the conversation in terms of the industry being the major contributor to, to all of the problems that we face in the world in terms of climate change. So that's a, a perfect circle. That's, that's good. I think, as you said, there are so many emotional heartstrings involved in your business model and your messaging that, you know, I'm sure we all really want to be involved. So, uh, you yeah. know, really best of luck. And um, thank you. Yeah, fascinated to watch how you get on <laughs> thank you uh, follow me on twitter at abe cambridge um, and follow the sun exchange at the sun exchange and sign up to social media subscribe to the youtube channel and i uh, hope welcoming everyone into the community i'm barney nelson and thanks for listening to this week's good start episode Next week, there'll be another amazing story about how blockchain is being used for good. And so make sure to join us then. In the meantime, if you'd like to get involved, look us up on thevalueexchange.co slash goodstart or on LinkedIn or Facebook. Thanks and see you next week.